Free people will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise Yahweh and pass the ammunition. The Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. Well, I think it's time for me to resurrect one of our old slogans, namely, EFR does all the news the Jews refuse, <laughs> okay? Wow. Uh, you know, the, uh, it's amazing how little reporting the mainstream media has done about all the deaths of, uh, besides George Floyd in the wake of the left-wing rioting, and I do mean left-wing rioting. It's, uh, no, there were no neo-Nazis. There no neo-Nazis have any stake in rioting over George Floyd. What, what do you think, Daryl? You think any neo-Nazis were involved in all that rioting? No. Yeah, absolutely not. But uh, that's what the mainstream we have Western civil We have Western civilization because of law and order. I'm not happy with the cops of what they've done to our political prisoners. And we've even discussed, I think, what we have in common with these people. We have one thing in common is that we're unsatisfied with the judicial system. You know, yeah. you had uh, William Wagner on about uh, Anthony Troy Williams. Are there any riots that Anthony Troy Williams has been held without trial for fighting the Jew bankers? All right. Nope, none at all. And no reporting on that either. Okay. Certainly certainly not the banker angle. Cause, you know, I tried to look yeah. at the Year of Jubilee website today for the political prisoners, the Lone Star 70, 76 people that have Francis Schaefer Cox, many people that we've discussed on this program before. And you go to Google for their website, it says this website is unavailable. Google didn't have time that the server didn't answer quick enough. And I tried like three or four times today because I wanted to print some new cards up for Jeffrey here in Missouri, who is a white man. Uh, uh-huh. We have this Jew running for attorney general here in Missouri. I wrote on his Twitter that uh, only Black Lives Matter. Jeffrey's life doesn't matter. He's kind of white, you know, <laughs> not black, right. uh, you know, <laughs> and, uh, but because, you know. Too white. Too white. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Too in fact, white. Yeah, yeah. Too white. I was thinking of uh, making a placard at one of our demonstrations saying, asking the question, do Jewish lives matter? Because everything about Black Lives Matter is that only Black Lives Matter, right? White lives don't matter. Uh, you know, Arabian lives don't matter, etc., etc. You know, uh, Oriental lives don't. Only Black Lives Matter. That's the only race they're pushing, right? Nobody else counts. All right. So it's it's absolutely crazy. And of course, you know, when you look at how the white race has fed the entire world, remember in the 1960s. When the Soviet Union couldn't feed itself, the white American farmers sent tons of food to the Soviet Union. Corn, so, yeah, corn right. Carter, you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, right. So uh, it's so easy to forget the history of white charity and white accomplishments. You know, in the wake of all this left-wing nonsense 
called Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and, oh, well, the the entire social justice scene is nothing but a a Jew-organized assault on the white race. That's all it is, right? No doubt about it. Yes, and of course, Jewish lives matter more than any other lives. They're the one who told the blacks to create that slogan, don't you know, right? That's where we're at, folks. Thank you, Swamp Fox. Well, okay, so here's what we're going to talk about first. The U.S. death toll grows as George Floyd protests continue. Okay, so George Floyd and actually, Daryl, I don't believe he died. I think that whole thing was staged. I, think I don't it, know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always possible, and and yeah. who knows? I mean, right. I couldn't wrong you for believing that. And whatever you know, you're still you're still a third party like me. Yeah. And whatever it is, they're getting their way with us. That's right. Terrorizing white America. Either it's fake and they're exploiting the situation, or it's real and they're exploiting the situation. Right. Either way, they're exploiting the situation against us. Right. Mass media is a major participant in all of this. Now, this is by the Associated Press on June second. One man was the beloved owner of a Louisville barbecue restaurant who made sure to provide free meals to officers. Another was a man known as Mr. Indianapolis, a former star football player. Yet another was a federal officer working security during a protest. They are among the people who have been killed as protests have roiled American cities in the past week since 46-year-old George Floyd died after a white officer jammed his knee into the back of the black man's neck. Now, this is also, I saw a video of an officer doing the same thing to a white man, and that white man also died, you know, because uh, if, you put, if you put your knee, especially if you're a heavy person, putting your knee on someone's neck or back right there by the esophagus, you can cut off that person's flow of air, Right. No reporting whatsoever of the white man who was killed in the, by the same manner. None whatsoever. Okay. The article continues. The deaths have at times been overshadowed by the shocking images of chaos engulfing cities across America, from heavy-handed riot police tactics to violence, vandalism, and arson. I would say the, those riots were caused not by police. They were caused by the demonstrators, by the rioters, by the terrorists. Tens of thousands have marched peacefully in demonstrations against police brutality and racism. Yeah, that, that's what they perceive. But uh, yeah, there is police brutality, but there's very little police racism. In fact, white officers are very careful. They go out of their way to avoid uh, confronting black people now, you know, since uh, Trayvon Martin and all the rest in recent years. Many of the people killed were African Americans compounding the tragedy for black families to lose more members of the community amid the unrest, okay? So this is random violence. Random violence to protest something is called terrorism. That's what terrorism is, okay? The uh, mainstream media is not using the proper terminology. If if somebody, somebody uh, burnt your house down, Daryl, and then you went and ran over to your neighbor's house and burnt his house down, not knowing whether he had anything to do with the crime, right? That's terrorism. You know, that's that's blaming innocent people for something somebody else did. That's terrorism, okay? The death toll and circumstances surrounding the killings are still being sorted out in many cities, 
But here's what we know about the cases so far. Louisville, Kentucky. Now, they didn't give a total here in this uh, article here, because this is from June 2nd. But I believe something like 53 people have died in the, the subsequent rioting terrorism going on after George Floyd's death. As local police and the National Guard sought to disperse, this is Louisville, Kentucky, a crowd early Monday, they heard gunshots and returned fire, killing the owner of a barbecue restaurant, David McAtee. The mayor has since terminated the city's police chief after finding out that officers on the scene did not activate their body cameras. The state police and the U.S. attorney are also investigating. The 53-year-old McAtee was an African-American man known for offering free meals to officers who stopped by. Okay, so the rioting caused the death of another black man. Okay, and uh, this is being reported by the Los Angeles Times, but I haven't heard any any stories on mainstream media. The D-Lad Gross here, I think he's erased my tweet. I wrote on his Twitter, he's running for Missouri Attorney General, I wrote... Uh, that the Missouri Highway Patrol still refuses to wear body cameras. And Jeffrey uh, and, and so many other people that we know what happened with General Flynn, even though he's helped cover up for Afghanistan and everything. Uh, right. uh, Anglo-Israel uh, just sent me a, a, a really good video I watched about the, the Afghanistan. These okay. people are, are constantly uh, lying. Yeah, yeah, constantly they're, lying, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, and they're not going to admit that they killed their own people. Uh, mm-hmm. Right away, they killed like four, uh, a security cop, a police chief. Uh, there was a meme up. I sent you the, the meme, and it had the four people's names. Uh, I mean, we can debate if they have spirits or not. They were black, but the meme said uh, black lives don't matter. They kill their own people, just That's like right. they do in the, in the, in the right. street crimes yeah. of uh, Los Angeles and Chicago. Yeah, why isn't there any protest when blacks kill each other? They kill their own people. They kill their own. They're and, disposable. Yeah, that's right. Just like we are. <laughs> exactly. They're disposable just like we are, those pesky white people. They're just right. uh, cannon fodder for all of this uh, political scum. You know, and you were talking about terrorism a minute ago. The real terrorism is the federal government. We need oh, to yeah. have peaceful separation, like John Mark is talking about with the profiteerianism, that we are not going to give in. We're not going to give up. They're not going to give up. They need right. to live in, in San Francisco, Queer City, USA. California can be part of the United States and we'll defend the border and make them not allow Mexicans to come in and flood our country. And those people could have all the weirdness and killing babies and that blood on their hands. And here in Missouri, and some count, uh, you know, you may have to leave Illinois, give them Illinois or, or an area of Chicago, yeah. and you could move out further to a rural area. And us rural people, we have to have peaceful separation. Uh, these people are just evil, and there's no talking to them. And That's they right. want to kill us. That's they correct. want to kill us. Yeah, that's why there's no doubt we are going to have a second civil war. And as I've been oh, saying, yeah. it started uh, during the George Floyd riots. That That's the plan. That's the plan that they've been uh, using. And I they've just been... saw some rapper killed in St. Louis came oh, up. Oh, really? So here, okay. here it is for St. Louis to kick off. Uh, let me see here. What, uh, where was that story? 
rapper. Are they rioting uh, yet? <laughs> are they rioting yet? Oh, they yet? will They're, be. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, as soon as they find out, or as soon as it's reported that a white person killed him, then there's going to be riots, right? But if a black person killed him, yeah, the same old, same old. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it says here, the protests in Louisville have centered not just on Floyd's killing, but also the death of Brianna Taylor, a black woman killed in her home in Louisville in March. The 26-year-old EMT was shot eight times by narcotics detectives who knocked down her front door as they attempted to enforce a search warrant. It's amazing how many of these uh, Jack Buddha Doug police knock down people's doors and murder people, right? Without, without, the no-knock warrant. And uh, this yeah. is the thing the Democrats are wanting to push, and they're going to go too far. They want to take their yeah. implied immunity away and do it with all this community policing crap. The thing <laughs> right. is, is that they have to hold the bad actors accountable. We yeah. have a lot of good things in place, but when they're, they're broken... Right. Well, okay, so you have a lot of bad actor police, but uh, as we were talking about last week, the Chaz and Chop scenario going on, they're all bad actors. There are no good actors in that scenario. Okay? None. So it's that's, that's just going to get worse. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, let Seattle die. Uh, that, that It'll just prove that uh, liberalism doesn't work. Okay. So Oakland, a federal law enforcement officer was providing security at the federal courthouse in Oakland during a protest when someone fired shots from a vehicle. Dave Patrick Underwood, 53, died and another officer was critically injured in the shooting. It was not immediately clear if the drive-by shooting was related to the protests, though the federal building's glass doors were smashed and the front entrance was sprayed with anti-police graffiti. Oh, you think there's a relationship there, Daryl? Yeah. Anti-police rioting? Okay. Huey, Huey, the rapper behind Pop, Lock, Drop It, killed in St. Louis shooting. Huey, the St. Louis rapper behind the hit song Pop, Lock, and Drop, was shot and killed Thursday night. Okay. Uh, well, probably yeah. probably unrelated to the George Floyd riots, but nevertheless, that's run-of-the-mill news in the black community. Okay. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that is payback, you know, uh, instant karma for all of the gangsta, anti-cop and anti, you know, let's uh, rape white women and kill cops songs that these gangsta rappers have been producing. So they're just killing each other, right? Okay, and here uh-huh. Underwood, Underwood is also black. Underwood, who was black, and the other officer were contracted, uh, were contracted security officers and employed by the Department of Homeland Security's Federal Protective Agency. They were monitoring a nearby protest. So here again, more blacks dying because blacks rioting. No, no reporting about this, folks. Of course, this is the Los Angeles Times. It's a newspaper, but it's only serving the Los Angeles area. Nothing about these incidents on mainstream national media. Nothing. Okay. No one has been arrested, and a motive for the shooting has not yet been determined. 
Underwood was the brother of Angela Underwood Jacobs, recently a Republican candidate to fill a vacant U.S. Congressional District north of Los Angeles. Okay, so uh, so they got a Republican, or at least a brother of a Republican. Okay, Indianapolis. Two people were killed over the weekend amid unrest in Indianapolis, including 38-year-old Christy Beatty, a former offensive lineman for Indiana University. Beattie was known as Mr. Indianapolis and remained involved with the Hoosiers long after his graduation. He also was a prominent businessman in the city and ran multiple nightclubs. Okay, we understand what kind of businessman he is. I am at a loss for words. The new the news of passing of Chris Beattie is just devastating, Coach Tom Allen said in a statement. Since I returned home to coach at Indiana, Chris embraced me, encouraged me, and supported me. His passion for life in Indiana football energized me every time we were together. Are you going to blame white racism for these deaths, Daryl? No. Absolutely not. It is black racism that is responsible. And because they're simply terrorists, they don't care who they kill. And again, they're killing each other, which uh, I guess is just instant karma. So more more blacks uh, suffer, and, and hopefully Jews, because Jewish businesses are, are being smashed and burnt, right? But it, again, it's more black suffering at the hands of other blacks, which is the basic uh, output of these riots. Okay. The corporate... Yeah, right of, off the bat, I found that meme. It's Black Lives Don't Matter, killed by rioters, Chris, <laughs> Betty, Patrick... Oh, there Underwood, you go. Underwood, David Dorm, and Max Brewer, and and uh, they're all like cops. One, the Patrick guy was a security guard. The David Dorn was a police chief. Max Brewer was a, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. and there's black people that are following the rule of law and right. and want to follow the white man's rules. And, and they're being and murdered by other RP. blacks. Yeah, and they're murdered by rioters. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I I shouldn't jump to the conclusion uh, that it could be at white Antifa people that fired, uh, pulled the trigger in one or two of these cases. But typically, it's blacks killing other blacks. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the modus operandi that has obtained. There's a there's a law that if me and you are robbing a bank and I'm black and you're white and Mm -hmm. I killed a security guard, you get murdered. So yeah. these white people are going along with the black rioters, and they kill a black person, they're just as guilty. Of course. Of course. That's a good law, yeah. right? That's a rioting yeah. law, <laughs> right? Minneapolis, in what is believed to be the first killing since the protest broke out, a 43-year-old black man was fatally shot outside a pawn shop as rioting broke out last week in Minneapolis and then spread nationally. So another black person got killed. In the aftermath, or in this case, it was... We talked about that. We talked about that on a couple shows back, that the the, uh, Unicorn Riot on Twitter was marching by there, talking to armed blacks in a parking lot, and then they Mm. marched past that pawn shop, and they said, oh, the the white pawn shop owner, well, or was he killed by blacks? But he was robbing a pawn shop, fatally shot outside a pawn shop as rioters broke in last week. They were saying that they should just let him expropriate. I mean, if a yeah. black person owns a business, they have every right not to have their stuff stolen by of course, food of course. by Every owner, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. Uh, that, that's the reason why the black community cannot thrive 
is because the other blacks constantly steal from uh, businesses that try to open in black communities, right? That's the way it is. And uh, But this, now the owner of the pawn shop, who is white, was arrested in the death of Calvin H. Horton Jr. P- police say they are investigating the circumstances surrounding the killing, including whether or not it was related to the protests in the neighborhood. I, I think we t- he was trying to defend his business, as I recall. Yes, Guess he was we, defending yeah. the pawn shop as they were carrying out the TV. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, in this case, again, rioting. Rioting. You know, and... And the mass media supports the rioters, not the business owners. This is what's really incredible, Daryl, that mainstream media is now supporting, openly supporting terrorism, justifying it. Omaha. They've supported terrorism from the federal government against the people. And oh, yeah. I want to add this little spin to uh, uh, David Ewing sent me this video about Afghanistan, and it talked about how Bush, Obama, and Trump have all fought the war in Afghanistan. And it was about 30 minutes I listened to it. It was very well done. And, and it talked about how people have protested the war and everything that's going on and how big oil wants these pipelines. And then the next thing I watched was John Mark's Civil War II, and I got to thinking that they have not allowed us to take the federal government back because mm-hmm. it's Jewish-controlled and banker-controlled and big oil-controlled. They haven't allowed us to take our communities back where we should have a black part of town and we should have a white part of town and people should know their places. Whites should know that we should be with whites and take care of whites and blacks should stay and take care of their people and be successful. And all the only option they've left us now, like you said, to kick off the Civil War is for us to kill each other. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. That's yeah. their end goal. And well, they, they think they can win that type of war, you know. But uh, the the Jews have never won a shooting war against America, <laughs> Right, they have never won. They there was a draw. The Civil War was a draw, uh, but they lost the American Revolution. They lost the War of eighteen twelve, and they're going to lose this one too. They're not going to beat America. They simply aren't. They think they can because they hold all. They hold a stacked deck. They hold all the aces and jokers and kings and queens. But uh, literally, we certainly could see everything <laughs> burnt. We certainly could see everything burned down like Atlanta. Yes, yes. I think we will see that. I think there's no no way out of it. Okay. So anyway, Omaha, a 22 year old black man was killed again. It's, uh, every, in every single instance, it's a black person dying at the hands of Black Lives Matter and Antifa folks. That's who they're who's killing them. Nothing, uh, nothing reported by mainstream media about this. A 22 year old black man was killed after authorities said he tussled with the owner of two bars in downtown Omaha. Surveillance video of the strip of bars shows a group of people, including James Scurlock, approach bar owner Jake Gardner. Two people are seen in the video tackling Gardner, who ended up on his back and fired shots in the air. Seconds later, Scurlock is seen tackling Gardner, who then fires a gun over his shoulder, striking Scurlock. Authorities have declined to press charges, calling the shooting self-defense. Now, why is it self-defense in this case and not in the case of the a guy in Minneapolis? They arrested 
So, guy defending well, his Well, in the conceal, in the if you anyone that's listened that took concealed carry training, I haven't. I've never took a concealed carry course, but they are out there. They're probably good to take if you carry a gun. I'm pretty confident with knowing that I'm not going to shoot someone for something stupid, mm-hmm. and and we certainly should. And I think they've taken our Second Amendment away. They're having protests in Branson right now against the Dixie Stampede, and I and I mean, if you showed up there carrying a gun. You're yeah. going to be attacked. You're going to be. You're white. You're a white supremacist. They have taken our Second Amendment. That's right. But in the concealed carry training, they tell you if a guy comes up in your yard and you got five gallons of gas sitting there from the mower or something, and he takes the five gallons of gas and goes and leaves, you can't shoot him. Just like the Bible says, like if someone breaks into your home and they're running away, you can't shoot them once they're running away. God okay. says. Let them go. But if you're sleeping and they come in your house and they wake you up and they're in your house when you're sleeping, you can kill them. So they're going to manipulate this just like they manipulate statements with uh, Mm -hmm. General Flynn. They're going to manipulate it that this guy that was defending the property was a white man and the poor black one expropriating some stuff. Just give me some stuff. No lie. All lives matter. And there's no stuff valuable enough over somebody's life. Well, how do we have rule of law and realize there's consequences? There used to be consequences. If you raped a woman, you would meet the gallows. Because that mm-hmm. was somebody's uh, sister or some man's daughter. Yeah. And you would meet the gallows. There were consequences for breaking into a building and burning down someone's livelihood, stealing a horse. Yep. A horse might horse thief. Get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a horse thief. You do get you killed stealing a horse, <laughs> right? Because not only did the horse get in town or pull the wagon, it pulls the plow to pull some, to right. grow some feed. That's right. People are out of control of of how. Of, of uh, responsibility and honor. I was discussing this with my seven-year-old daughter. She got sent to bed, and she was really mad. I asked her to help, uh-huh. and she told me no thank She told me no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it didn't go over well with Dad. Yeah, right. I'd go to bed, and, and she didn't want to go to bed, so I told her, I'll whoop her. I'll yeah. whoop your butt. And, yeah, right. And... and she, she chose going on to bed and laying down. She had a nap. She got up. She had a much better attitude. Yeah, good. And she had attitude adjustment, like the Hank Williams song. But, <laughs> you know, she has a responsibility to our family. I want, I was going to hang up some clothes. My wife is breastfeeding because we have a new baby. My wife's kind of overwhelmed. She's, yeah, you know, I'll she's bet. T- she had a baby, and she needs help, and there's a lot going on in the house. And, and uh, I'm not much for doing stuff in the house. I'm taking care of kids. Well, I was doing laundry. I hang up some laundry. Her brother had already had a meltdown at five, and he was having a nap. He was already sleeping. But he hadn't <laughs> had a nap. He didn't have a nap yesterday. He got through yesterday. He was really good. But the responsibility, I think she heard me talking to her mom about it, and I yeah. hollered in there. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, Dad, I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, good. And there's a responsibility good. and honor to our families. And I was telling my wife that this mm-hmm. applies to our race. Yes, it does. And I'm not like a real racial person, and I don't think these—I don't know if these black people have spirits or these mulattoes have spirits. And we got a bunch of haters in this mon- movement that say kill them all, and God is going to judge those people for saying that because right. I will be damned if I go judging those people by God 
when I am merely just a vessel that he, he's blessed me every day that I wake up and I'm breathing. And for me to go, for us to curse Anthony Troy Williams, who was fighting the Jew bankers, he's going to meet, he has a, I think he has a spirit. I don't think. Well, he just doesn't have the have same spirit. spirit. They have, they don't have the same spirit. You know, that's all the there is same. to that. Yeah, right. I know. And it's, it's yeah. beyond, would you agree that that's beyond your understanding? Well, it's it's very clear to me that Yahweh breathed the breath of life into the Adamic species in Genesis two seven. He didn't do that to okay. any other species, but that doesn't mean that we can go around killing them, right? That's we're so, right. We're That's supposed right. to be we're supposed so to be a it, blessing to all species. That's what the word meshpaka in uh, Genesis twelve three means. We're supposed to be a blessing to all species, not just our own. And we haven't been much of a blessing to our own. When people spew this, they do not. When people spew that kind of hate, mm-hmm. they do nothing but hurt the white race. And, That's right. And, and there's only eleven percent of the world population now is white, and only three percent of the children are white. Yeah. And the reason they're white is because our ancestors preserved this for yes. their posterity. For 6,000 years, and, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so six, yeah, so Jesus has got to be coming back. Oh, man. We're not going to be a mud race. <laughs> right. I used well, to think that, you know, I got, a fr- I got a friend, he grew up in Berkeley, He's like a, oh, he's he's a, a uh, he's very conservative, oh, he is conservative. guy, and okay. you know he had an Asian girlfriend when he was a kid. He was telling me and 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 and, and just different things we experience as young men in this polluted society we live in. And and he's very straightened out now. Going to have his fifth white baby, you know. Right. And uh, very good. And and he they got us all messed up. And and to burst. If we're at the end, yeah, you said, this is what got me on. This is just when I was a kid, they used to tell us, oh, uh, I was raised a Catholic. Oh, oh, a woman getting an abortion is, is a woman's choice. It's her choice. Now I'm all grown up and I realize that's murder. That's blood on our hands. We can't do that. Oh, my God. I can't believe yeah. they tell everyone that, that it's a woman's choice. And they told us that they tell us all of these lies. And they and they used to tell us that oh eventually you've heard this one it's uh, someday everyone's going to be the same color love yeah. everybody we're all going to be the we're all good. that's what got me on this we're all going to be the same color someday we're not going to be the same color someday Jesus is going to come back before that happens yeah, amen amen so that, that's Christian identity <laughs> right because if Yahweh created why did he create separate races. If he intended to blend them all together, why didn't he just have them all blend together from the very beginning? Right? It's ridiculous. Okay. All right. It is so, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Detroit. A 21-year-old man was killed in downtown Detroit after someone fired shots into a car during a protest. According to... Uh, they don't use the word riot like they should. According to a police report, the man was sitting in the driver's seat of a car in a parking lot with two others when someone fired shots into the vehicle. They left out peaceful protests. Yeah, right. Yeah, they left out peaceful yeah. protests. Yeah, right. And then he fled on foot. Cicero, Illinois. That's too close to Chicago. It's a southern suburb here. Two people were killed people during unrest. Yeah. yeah, it's almost Missouri. Two people were killed during unrest Monday in the Chicago suburb of Cicero. 
according to a town official. Spokesman Ray Hananiah, who's also a Chicago Sun-Times columnist, did not provide details about those who were killed, but said it happened amid protests. Okay, so during these riots, during these riots, well, I think we documented, what, about eight murders in, in this article, but I think it's way more than that, way more than that. Let me hear, uh, okay, uh, this other article, Deadly Unrest. Here are the people who have died uh, in, uh, since the Minneapolis riots began. Okay, yeah, you mentioned here. David Dorn, Stephen Cannon, both black. David Dorn, a 77-year-old retired St. Louis captain, was shot and killed on two, by looters who broke into it, and the looters were black. David McAtee, we mentioned, Chris Beattie, that has pictures. Dorian Max Me- Brewer. Max yeah. Brewer, he was some kind of, I didn't realize that David Dorn was 77 years old. Uh-huh. Now, right. I wish none of these people ill will. They should have their neighborhoods. They should have their communities. Uh, I think we have a rule of law, and they could easily be police or, or be involved in our communities and uh, earn a right to... Uh, to vote, you know, there's a lot that are low IQ, and they're, they're, sure. you know, this ELAD growth that's running for Missouri Attorney General. He's a Jew, and and he it says President and CEO of this nonprofit. You click on his nonprofit, and it's to help underserviced blacks, and it's just nigger, 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 uh, right. black, black, black. What about sure. underserviced white children? And there's a lot of white children with probably high yeah. IQs. Or yeah. they could have if they hadn't been vaccinated and dumbed down right. and abused right. by their ignorant, white trash, dumbed down yeah. parents. Well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the, the slogan I come up with lately is that the Democratic Party keeps blacks just as poor and ignorant as the slave trade did in the, in the 1800s, right? So, oh, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. And they're blaming Whitey? No. Blame your Democratic Party. All those people that you're following yeah, think are your heroes. Yep. Blame their slave masters. There you go. Yeah, the Jewish banksters. Uh, yeah. Dor- Dorian Morell uh, doesn't say whether he's white or black. Italia Kelly. Well, there's she got to be Irish, right? <laughs> but could be black, right? All right. In Davenport, Iowa, was shot and killed June 1st. Marquise Toussaint, of 23, of Rock Island, Illinois, was shot. And I know Rock Island has a fairly sizable black community. Patrick Underwood is a photograph. He's black. Federal officer I died. I know Rock as, Island makes a pretty good 1911. It does? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Calvin Horton, Jr. <laughs> J- uh, James Skurlock, we mentioned already. Javar Harrell, or Harrell, he's got to be black. East Point, Michigan, probably a suburb of Detroit. Barry Perkins III of St. Louis. Okay, that's not the that's not the rapper you mentioned. George Gomez, Huey. Huey okay, George Gomez of Las Vegas. Jose Gutierrez of Chicago. Victor Cazares of Cicero. Marvin Francois of Kansas City, Missouri. He's black. Two unidentified males. So, all of the aftermath 
uh, after George Floyd was supposedly murdered by police, all of these un, unnotable deaths, murders, by primarily blacks don't count. They don't matter. They simply don't matter to mass media. And, and this is the real scandal, but of course nobody's talking about it because nobody reports it. Okay? But this is what's going on, folks. Wow. Okay, so let's, uh, uh, let's go to, uh, I want to talk again about you know, uh, the, the way in which the super rich are benefiting from the COVID-19 and the lockdown. Okay, and this is from WBEZ, I believe that's a Chicago station, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, 91.5 NPR. Yeah, I think that's the Chicago affiliate of uh, NPR. How the CARES Act became a tax break bonanza for the rich explained. Okay, and this is April 30th, 2020. New York Times reporter Jesse Drucker says the economic relief package is full of provisions aimed at big companies and wealthy individuals, some of whom may not have been impacted by the pandemic. Uh, I guarantee you, most billionaires have not been impacted, or millionaires have been impacted by COVID-19. But, no way, they have not. Yeah, right? I mean, they, they don't have to wear a face mask. They could just send a butler out to pick up the groceries, right? They don't need to wear face masks. So, so this is a transcript of a radio show. They can show. get ozone treatment. Oh, they can do that too. Yes, absolutely. It does, the the price doesn't matter. Okay. So this is Fresh Air. Fresh Air is the name of a program hosted by Terry Gross. I'm Terry Gross. As small businesses and individuals, uh, this is ironic that NPR would show any kind of uh, sympathy for small businesses because they are a total globalist, you know, NPR is a totally globalist, pro-communist network, if you've ever listened to it. It's all globalist, it's all pro-communist, it's all pro-socialism. As small businesses and individuals struggle to obtain federal aid, the wealthiest are poised to reap tens of billions of dollars in tax savings. Now, the CARES Act, which is the COVID, whatever, the C stands for COVID, COVID Assistance Reparations and Assistance Act, something like that. That's what the CARES Act stands for. And that was signed by Donald Trump uh, after, of course, the COVID-19 uh, lockdown. Okay. And most uh, most Americans got their piddly $1,200 a tax refund or you know a handout from the government but the the super rich are getting even more money than the middle class business owners and the out of work we'll get into that okay the economic rescue package that became law last month is giving 174 billion in temporary tax breaks they're intended to help small businesses but they're going overwhelmingly to rich individuals and large companies. Are you surprised, Daryl, that rich people are now benefiting from the lockdown? No. How did Planned Parenthood get $80 million when it was written in there that they weren't supposed to get anything? Right. How did that happen? Okay. 
Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we are seeing uh we are seeing that the corruption which the CARES Act has created is designed to help well, I I have to put it this way, uh Donald Trump's rich buddies. Okay? Corporate I mean, welfare. Yeah, it's corporate welfare. That's what it really is. And it's part of the bailout package that you know, all the gold bugs were saying that the global economy was getting ready to collapse anyway, and they're just using COVID-19 as a cover for the the reset. You know, everybody who's talking about the reset. I think it's still going to happen. I had a video come up from uh, Peak Prosperity, Three Reasons. I think it was titled Three Reasons Why the Economy, the, well, why the stock market's going to collapse. Okay, and yeah. It's, I think it's, it's still going to happen. I think they're just kicking the can down the road as they always do. That's right. <laughs> and, and before the show, we talked a little bit that, you know, I've talked to a lot of conservatives that this one lady was telling me the other day, oh, I can't wait. Uh, the Senate is going to pass this new stimulus. We're going to get 2000 for single people. Your family will get 6000 Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I said, well, Trump's not going to sign that. And then after I talked to her, I got to thinking about it. I was thinking, he's going to sign it. Uh-huh. He'll sign it because he's going to buy the votes because we got right. a bunch of conservatives that all want the free money, too. They all want Yeah, we're, well, we're there. all getting trained to accept government money, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> all right. You think maybe that's part of the plan? Okay. All right. So he says they're intended to help small businesses but they're going overwhelmingly to rich individuals and large companies. President Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, will likely benefit from these tax breaks. This is what my guest Jesse Drucker reports in the New York Times. He's an investigative reporter for the Times Business Desk. He's been reporting on several of the Trump administration's tax and economic programs. I wonder if CNN would report this story. I doubt it. Okay. Just, oh, hold on. Stupid. Uh, they just put like a big security fence up around CNN. Uh-huh. A, uh, uh, oh, okay, a, a, a big old ad popped right in front of my screen, and I lost the document that I was reading from. Uh, okay, this is another one about CARES. Damn. You want me to email it back to you? Yeah, if you don't mind. But uh, while you're doing that, I'll just go to another article because I had several on this subject here. This is pro, uh, I should have placed it in the chat room and I could have recovered it from the chat room. But I was just about to do that actually. And here, before I even go any further with this article, I'm going to paste it in the chat room so people can follow along. Yeah, PBS, NPR, PBS, same, same animal, right. Okay, thanks. Okay, so, yeah, so what we're seeing in in this episode here is the super rich, the super rich get bailouts. Okay, uh, all right, I'm not seeing it yet. So uh, this episode of the white mm-hmm. uh, being screwed, crucified, and abused. Yeah, right. Yeah, here we go. I got it. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right, so back to this article, which I will not hesitate to paste into the chat room right away. Uh, well, okay, the CARES Act. Um, oh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that's uh, that's the one I just had, the CARES Act. 
So, but let me just go with it. So the CARES Act sent you a $1,200 check. This is not the NPR article. I'll see if, uh, if I can find that again. The stimulus checks were meant to get average Americans through the lockdown, but those $1,200 payouts were a small change compared with the billions in tax breaks the CARES Act handed out to the country's wealthiest. So this is part of the bailout. It's just like the richer you are in the current economic climate, the more likely you are to get government money for this or that. That's just the way it is. And What's I don't hear two trillion. Yeah. Coronavirus aid package. Mm-hmm. Big yeah, yeah. corporations, five hundred billion. Right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So I'll just continue with this article here. ProPublica is a nonprofit newsroom that investigates abuses of power. Sign up to receive our biggest story. So it's ProPublica.org. Do you want to see how legislation that was supposed to be a bailout for our economy ended up committing almost as much taxpayer money to help a relative handful of the non-needy as it spent to help tens of millions of people in need? Well, 1200 bucks, you know, for people who've been out of work for three months is hardly nothing. anything. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing in comparison. Then let's step back and revisit parts of the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Okay, that's that's the name of the CARES Act. Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. And look at some of the numbers involved. The best-known feature of the CARES Act, as it's known, is the cash grant. It's probably the only feature that is known by the general public. Is the cash grant of up to $1,200 per adult and $500 per child for households whose income was less than $99,000 for single taxpayers and $198,000 for couples. I can tell you, my wife and I are not even close. <laughs> not even close. These grants are non-taxable, which makes them even more valuable. Some 159 million stimulus payments have gone out, according to the IRS. The, that's not many, really. You know, considering there's 300, well, okay, there's 300 million, I guess that's about half the population, I guess. The income limits suggest that the plan benefits the, the most in need, those most likely to spend their stimulus payments and thus help the economy. The rhetoric conveyed the same. The CARES Act provides assistance to workers and their families. That's the official line, is how the Treasury's website puts it. There were no grants to more fortunate people who, for the most part, aren't in financial distress and are less likely than the less fortunate to spend any money that Uncle Sam sent them. Okay, that's what he's saying. There were no such grants. But but when I began looking at details of the legislation, I realized that several of its provisions quietly provided benefits that are worth much more than $1,200 to some upper-middle-class people who didn't qualify for stimulus payments. Some other provisions provided vastly bigger benefits to the rich, to corporations, and to a relative handful of ultra-rich folks, such as Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, Bill Gates, 
former chief executive of... I just tried to Google how much of that went. I, I put in the search uh, how much CARES Act money went to unemployment, and all they want to tell you is that it's going to be 600 a month and that 400 million people are getting it, and the number doesn't want to come up. Right, and, okay. You know, I read an article the other day about how important this unemployment is to workers uh-huh. who... Oh, yeah. Can bear, they're not... It, it, it is, it's just scraps. Right, the, table scraps. While the, while the masters reap the rewards. <laughs> Spoiler alert says, I spent most of my stimulus on Hennessy and Newports, <laughs> which is probably true for most of, most of everybody who got the, the stimulus. Uh, my wife was complaining I bought too many beans and bullets. <laughs> well, beans you can eat, right? And, and they will hold up. Beans are one of the best things you can do as a prepper, right? Beans and, and rice. rice and keep them, the keep them dry. The get me more beans and rice. That's right. That's right. So, so and can. I don't have any. I don't have any silver. Gold's too expensive. I have very little yeah. silver. I have a few ounces of yeah. silver. But the ammunition and guns. They said the 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 gun sales. Doubled the double. Wow, wow! Of the yeah. highest guns ever sold. That, that that I think it was Obama when Obama did the Sandy Hook right uh, hoax. Uh, the 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 gun sales for coronavirus doubled that, and then just like wow. recently, they said that it doubled that. Wow! And if you okay. go into any place looking for ammo or guns, there's yeah, they're low. They're, they're, they're low. There's places that have Well, as as things get worse, and they will, the you know uh, not just bullets, but uh, Winston's and Salem's, <laughs> and uh, the other cigarette there, because there's a lot of people hooked on on tobacco who are going to be really desperate. And alcohol. Yeah, and alcohol, right? I've, yep. I bought a bunch of twenty dollar bottles of liquor just for that that I uh, saved. That right? You can get like a twenty bottle twenty. Dollar bottle of gin, whiskey. I, I, I've got maybe 20 bottles that are $20 yeah. bottles. And, and those could possibly be worth, like, the cigarettes, alcohol. Oh, could be absolutely. very valuable as well. Absolutely. And if the economy doesn't collapse, you can have a party. <laughs> right? So, and, yeah. and the price is bound to go up. Right, so a twenty dollar bottle of booze today is probably going to be forty forty bucks in five well, or six months. Well, there's going to be hyperinflation. Some say uh, my friend knows something about earlier. With he thinks the 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 uh, hyperinflation is five years away, and I think it could be right away, or it's never going to happen. Right, just like you know, eight, they they suck as much out as they put in. And right, yes. Well, for example, today I bought seven pieces of corn on the cob from the local grocery, one dollar a piece. A year ago, you could get like five or four for a dollar. That's inflation, bro. That's like uh, four hundred well, times. Yeah, that's real inflation. We were at the store. The, we were at the store the other day getting bread, and there was a. a, a the older middle aged guy like me and you's age, you know, not real old, but uh we were talking my wife was wanting a different bread than this one we always get and I said, Here we'll get this one and I was talking about the price and I and this guy was there and I could tell yeah, I talked to everybody and I was like, Hey, you remember when you could get five loaves for a dollar? Right. Two loaves for a dollar 
He said, oh, I remember when we would go to the bread store and it was the day old we'd get five loaves for a dollar. I said, oh, yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah. And I said, you know, I got to tell you, I'm happy when it molds. Yeah. That's why I get the more expensive, we get the more expensive bread because it molds. You'll get this right. mold you can leave on the shelf for a month and it won't mold. Right. And there's there's something wrong with that. Oh, yeah. That well, food. it's chemicals. That's not food for us to be eaten. It's chemicals. Right. They're total chemicals. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so let me show you five provisions of the legislation that benefited the upper middle class, including yours truly, the author here. The families of Donald Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, high-income people who make large charitable donations. There's the charity scam. All of these charitable corporations, they're, they're nothing but scammers, right? They collect a lot of money for supposedly good causes, but if, if you're lucky if 5% of their income actually goes, is dispersed to the actual cause that the charity was created for. Okay, you're lucky. If the money making these five hundred one c threes that are big, yes, are all they're all money makers for a bunch of liars. That's right, exactly. And Boeing and other corporations that are showing losses, as well as indirectly benefited people who have substantial investments in the U.S. stock. So, uh, it sounds like what he's saying is that big corporations who are taking a hit during the lockdown are getting their, um, you know. They're getting free money to cover their losses, you know. And we're talking millions and billions here, folks. We're not just talking $1,200 per adult, okay, <laughs> right? So the, so this, the, these five provisions that help the well-heeled will cost the Treasury, which is to say U.S. taxpayers, an estimated $257 billion for the 2020 calendar year. That's nearly as much as the estimated $292 billion for the stimulus grants to regular folks. The numbers are from Congress's Joint Committee on Taxation, the official scorekeeper of the financial impact that legislation has on the Treasury. I used those figures to calculate the spending for the 2020 calendar year rather than for the 10 federal fiscal years because I'm interested in today's impact, not the projected long-term impact. I'm writing this now more than two months after the CARES Act took effect as a cautionary tale. That's because with the massive unemployment upon us and the fall elections drawing near, uh, I think Donald Trump ought to get reelected if he promises to put America back to work. Obama promised to spend $4 trillion on infrastructure, and he didn't spend a dime on infrastructure. That's because with massive unemployment upon us and the fall elections drawing near, there's a temptation for Congress and Trump to produce legislation that will help needy people a bit, but help the non-needy a lot more by doing things like reducing capital gains taxes. Now, now, now this is a two-edged sword, Daryl, because when a, a corporation that employs a lot of people and sells a lot of product uh, pays less capital gains tax, they can produce more widgets and put and employ more people. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. However, it's in this case... It's redistribution. Yeah. It's the communist plan. Right, right. This is total redistribution uh, pre, prearranged. That's what this is. Total. And, uh, they're, but they're not putting people back to work because the regular Joe, as this article is talking about, he's not, getting a, he's not going to work, back to work anytime soon. Okay, 
there's a little bit of progress here in Illinois with small restaurants, the ones that have a storefront patio. There's there the, the focus. You have to have seen it in your travels around the country. The focus on growing food and farmers markets and, mm-hmm. you know, the, you might go up to the Amish and they make a make stuff people don't make anything anymore people right yeah you know everything's made in china we're all forced to go to walmart for the freaking slave store i call it where yep. it's uh economic terrorism they do right to us that i mean where are we gonna shop we got little yeah. kids and they got all the crap we want to buy there right and they've closed down all the small mom and pops yes they you, have you know where are you yeah, yep. where are you going to go? They're the, they're the target. They're the target. For the first time... I really time, was hoping with yeah. the coronavirus when they were saying there was going to be supply chain interruptions. I was really kind of hoping there would be. I was yeah. really hoping there wouldn't be stuff on the short, the yeah. shelves of the store. At Walmart. So well, people would... Yeah. Yeah, so we could start saying everything isn't disposable. For a long time, my wife gives me a hard time. I save a lot of stuff. I think right. there's a use for a lot of things. And, uh. and and I heard a story about the Vietnam War that that uh, when the ships were outside, that the Vietnamese would come out and they would love to take the trash from the U.S. ships because the Americans threw away so much stuff that those people could use. That's and right. our society is so spoiled that we don't see the value. Everything goes in the garbage can, and, includes, and we're yeah, very that's even, wasteful. That's even more true. Anything. It's even more true of blacks in the ghetto. You should see the trash you know, in the alleys of the black ghettos. They throw out more stuff than wealthy people do, right? Okay. Uh, it's all spo- yeah. And you do look at who the organic farmers are—the people who want to be self-sufficient, the people that mm-hmm. get out in the country. There's probably some blacks and Mexicans. There that, might that, be that a few, have, right? Have an IQ that you know that. Yeah, are, they see the handwriting to do that. But yeah, the majority of those people you go, you look at like the YouTubers uh, Doug and Stacy. They're here in Missouri. They're uh, the Baker Creek, there's some Messianic Jews, but they send seeds all around the world. They're a company up here at Mansfield, Missouri, and they have the heirloom seeds, and they oh, send they the do? seeds out around the world. Wow. Yeah, they're doing something. Okay. They, you, know, and how you, you know how you get tomato seeds? You don't just, uh, the way you get tomato seeds is you take the tomatoes and you put it in like a bucket of water and you smash the tomato up and you get the seeds and there's some work required to get the tomato seeds. Then you got to grow the tomatoes. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, we don't make anything, and this is a big problem right. that I don't think we're going to be able to solve. And, you right. know, Revelation oh, no. says what's going to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, uh, one of the bloggers in the chat room put this uh, meme up. White slaves were sold for centuries. All our ancestors took slaves, sold slaves, or were slaves, so you're not special. <laughs> That's a message to Black Lives Matter, no doubt. Yeah, and, yeah, and the historically. Irish, the yeah. Irish were oppressed right. by the English, and they took them to the Caribbean, and uh, the white skin in the Caribbean uh, mm-hmm. uh, fries uh, and... And uh, the blacks did better. They they got mm-hmm. the the blacks from Africa, and the blacks did better in the Caribbean because they could take the heat that the right. that the white Irish couldn't take. Yeah, yeah. 
And even the local well, Indians no. in America, South America, and North, they didn't want to be slaves. Of course, they they were familiar with the terrain, and so they could bolt. I heard, yeah. I had a lot going on. Red Ice, uh, Flashback Friday was on, and I was listening to it, and they brought up some guy that was on, that is a Red Ice supporter that's an Indian, and he said, my tribe killed the Sioux, mm-hmm. and my tribe killed the other Indians. Right. And I didn't hear exactly what tribe. I just barely caught it, but I knew what they were talking about. They were talking yeah. about, you know, they attack all these statues and monuments of people that did. That's yeah. what people did. That's, That's right. Part yep. of like making stuff. That's how you you yeah. conquer. And the Indian tribes went and killed, and, and there was black Africans that sold other black Africans to the Jews right. to ship them off as slaves. Yeah, right. That's right, and there were black Africans here People in America that held slaves. There's always the, the yeah. Bible. I, I've heard uh, Kent Hovind talk about that the Bible says there's always going to be slavery. There's always going to be... Yeah, well, until the, until the Judgment Day, <laughs> when the kingdom comes, yeah. then, then it's going to be the end to all of that stuff. But yeah, this yeah, is... yeah. Yeah, even the Comanche during the Civil War, the Comanche would rob other tribes of their horses and sell them to the Confederate Army. Right? There were other Indian tribes that would uh, drive the buffalo of another tribe over a hill and just kill them all. Right? He's, uh, out west. Yes, uh, yeah. You would see piles of buffalo bones at the bottom of a hill. It wasn't whites that did that. It was other Indian tribes that did that. Okay, so yeah, but everything is blamed on Whitey today. the The news is so one sided that and the, and these ignorant blacks believe this nonsense, and and quite frankly, Daryl, ignorant whites believe it too because it's these white oh, yeah. antifa oh, yeah. creatures I'm, and feminists. I'm really ashamed of my. Yeah. The more I learn in my growth, I'm new to being a so-called white nationalist or. I always knew it. God's people uh, know him, and I'm very ashamed of my people. Yeah, I'm proud of people like Don Black and this guy Frank that Infowars makes fun of. He got David Duke on Infowars, and and if Frank died, and they were talking ooh. about him on Fair and Radio and stuff and everything. And I talked to Frank before on a conference call for a little bit of white nationalist guys and stuff, and cool guy. He'd, he'd been in uh, the Contra. He was like a Marine or something. He was a military guy that was there, down there during the, the uh, yeah. Contra. And, right. and it, it, the cucks, they call it. Uh, you know, I don't... The shame that uh, of how dumbed down yeah. the lack of responsibility and honor. Right. And yeah. repentance. Uh, I know we might have a listener that would say, Daryl, you're supposed to say repentance. Yeah, right. <laughs> especially among yeah. white liberals. They don't have a sense of honor. They, they don't uh, have a sense of justice, even though they claim they do. Right? That's all nothing but lies. Feminists have, white feminists have no sense of honor whatsoever. Okay? They're, they're motivated totally by vengeance and nothing else. Okay? So, anyway, let's continue here. Now, let me take you through the provisions, only one of which, the break for the Trumps, Kushners, and their ilk, has attracted meaningful public attention, but certainly not mainstream television attention. 
eliminating required distributions from retirement accounts, $11.72 billion. People ages 72 and up who have IRAs or 401ks, well, that, that lets me out, <laughs> or other defined contribution retirement accounts must take federally taxable required minimum distributions from them every year. Okay, which means you have to, you have to take money out of that account. And so, sometimes it's taxable, sometimes it isn't. Some states also tax these distributions. People who inherit such accounts are also required to take annual distributions, regardless of their age. The required distribution amount is based on year-end age and account balances. For example, if you were 75 at year-end, as I was, your RMD, your required minimum distribution, for this year is 4.37%, blah, blah, blah. If you're for They shouldn't get a dime of that. Well, I mean, I mean, if it's money, you, know, you mean the government? Yeah, the government shouldn't get any of that money. It's just basically savings, okay? Yeah. Put, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. So if you put money in, in your bank account and you draw it out, why should it be taxed for simply taking it out? If you never, if you never put it in, they wouldn't tax it, <laughs> right? They okay. have to do it for the Ponzi scheme that is our fiat money of That's right. it out. Of, yeah. of how we were, you know, discussing how are they going to stop the hyper. I mean, I by no means they have economic knowledge, but I have enough to know that the more you put in a glass till it overflows, if the glass is overflowing, there's your inflation. If you don't suck it out, and who are they going to suck it out from? Yeah. Our hardworking old veterans and, and our old, and it's, they're devils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Swamp Fox talks about Don Casey, the uh, owner of Chick-fil-A. He just came out and just prostrated himself before Black Lives Matter. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. He was, like, washing their feet or tying <laughs> their shoes. Yeah, right, something. right. Disgusting. Kissing their butts, right? Oh, oh giving them free chicken, giving them free chicken sandwiches. <laughs> All right, okay. All right. So this is the way the, the uh, distribution process works for IRAs. Okay, but this year. Thanks to the CARES Act, I don't have to take any retirement distributions at all. So anybody who's wealthy enough to have an IRA, they don't have to take a distribution. Not having to take distributions matters a lot to some people. For instance, if I took my full RMD this year, which I don't plan to do, I would be one of it would be one of my larger income sources, and I would have to pay federal and state ten, taxes on it, regardless of whether I spent the money or saved it. Yeah, you you pay tax on it just for withdrawing it. I'd like to tell you how many people that the JTCT expects to benefit from this year's RMD waiver, how much their distributions would have totaled and what the tax rate on them would have been, and how many people the JCT expects to take distributions this year, even though they're not required to take them. Alas, the JCT doesn't disclose this information and declined to share it with me. In other words, these people are getting way bigger tax breaks than $1,200 for the average Joe. Okay, so it's benefiting the people in these higher income uh, brackets. That's what he's trying to tell us. But even though I don't have specific numbers, it's clear that most of the benefit from this year's RMD waiver goes to well-off people. Why? Because people who need retirement account money live on to live on are going to take distributions because they need the money to live off of. And people who don't need the money are unlikely to take distributions. And there you go. 
Makes sense? <laughs> this is simple economics here, folks. All right? If you need the money, you take it out. If you got to buy groceries or pay the mortgage or whatever. Okay? So, now the reason for the no RMD provision is that the stock market was sinking rapidly in March. Aha! The stock market. So, I've heard people say that the CARES Act is really a, a, a bailout for the super-rich in disguise. Well, it's the trickle-down economics where all these people spending the sim- stimulus and unemployment, they're spending yeah. it with the big corporations, gas, yeah. tobacco, and they're, alcohol. And they're buying uh, stuff from China. Everyone. They're buying, buying yeah, stuff, from China. stuff from China. Yeah, they're not spending yeah, I want here. to touch back on the washing of the feet. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> the washing of the feet, why was that done? In the, it was done oh. out of honor and respect for someone. Yeah. It's, and it's, they, it's, that means... They earned it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Jesus a lesson in humility. Having his... Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a lesson in it... humility. Yeah, and n- none of these liberals have any humility. They think they're, they totally know everything, and uh, they know we're evil, and, and therefore... he's supposed to be a conservative. He's yeah. supposed to be a Christian conservative. Right, he's and supposed to be. And for to do that really shows his true colors of being just... He don't want them to come along in it. He wants right. to keep his profit margin up where people are driving to the... Have you been to a Chick-fil-A? I don't think you I don't, ever don't have. have a... I don't think I ever okay, have. Okay, well, whenever you whenever you pull up to the drive through window, like no other drive through window, they say, how may I serve you? Okay. Yeah. And then... Praise Jesus. Uh, they... <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's an act. It's and and I never thought that before. I thought I thought that they were kind of like real. That they yeah. really wanted uh, to have a. But when he does that, I totally see him as a fake. That that's right. just a, a, a fake, right. a fake on all the right. evangelical just, Christians that go there. It's just a smoozier way of saying "Have a nice day." Which all the employees say automatically without thinking, <laughs> right? Because they don't mean it, right? Every once in a while, you'll run into an employee who actually means it, right? It's very step foot wide. Yeah, right. How many I serve you? Yeah, exactly. How many I serve you? Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how much money can I make off of you? Oh, no, I'm sorry. How many I serve you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, so the stock market was sinking rapidly in March. We've been, we were reporting that on Eurofolk Radio that COVID-19 is nothing but a cover for the collapsing stock market. And as you say, it may still collapse even after this bailout. And that's what this is, folks. The CARES Act is a bailout. Okay. Standard & Poor's 500 Index, for example, fell by 30.8% from the end of 2019 through its low of, for 2020, at least so far on March 23 a few days before Trump signed the CARES Act legislation. By the way, this legislation was prepared in 2019. In January of 2019, Trump didn't sign it until March of 2020. What's that all about? Were were they getting this act ready for COVID-19? Yeah, it's all, it's the pandemic. Yeah, there you go. It's the pandemic act. It's the pl- now it did have a different name, 
but uh, you know they they had to uh, they had to have it ready beforehand. They just changed the name to the CARES Act. Okay, uh, it's uh, Bill Number Seven Forty Eight, I believe, is the number. Okay, that was prepared in January of twenty nineteen. So it's been waiting for Trump to sign it for over a year. Okay. Congress didn't want to penalize retirees by forcing them to sell stock during the market crash. So, well, I mean, uh, that's the least, uh, that's, that would be a good reason if that's the reason they did it. So if someone with a 4.3% required distribution had money in an S&P 500 index fund, our investor would have had to withdraw 6.32% of the fund's balance, 4.37 divided by 69.2, I don't know how he figures that, but that's what he says. Rather than the 4.3% of it if the investor took the distribution on March 23rd. That would have hurt our investors' future financial security. Okay? Yeah, well, for a lot of people, you know, how many people can take 6.3% of their, you know, savings that they've got, you know, planned for other things? How many people can do that every year? You know, very few. Most people don't even have any savings anymore, right? But the people who do, for them, it's a tax shelter most of the time. If the market fell by 50% through year-end, which in the scary days of March seemed to be a distinct possibility and could still happen, our theoretical investor would have to cash out 8.74% of the account if RMDs were still required. So 10% of his account would be gone. What do they talk about in the Money Masters? I haven't watched that for years about the fiat money, but all these booms and busts are right. planned. And yeah, they absolutely. And got more sophisticated at yes. how they do it. Right. Well, yeah, and so the problem the banksters were having in 2019, leading into 2020, was, and all the gold bugs on the Internet were saying the same thing, namely that this collapse would have been worse than the 2008 collapse okay they were all saying that they were they were hedged yeah, out yeah. beyond beyond the point of 2008 so this is indeed a bailout trump signed a bailout bill it for the super yeah, rich it didn't happen uh-huh it yeah because worse it's actually better right people lost more in 08 right right well i mean uh, they, lost now. they they shouldn't they shouldn't be investing in the stock market anyway. The normal average people shouldn't be because the game is rigged. They will deliberately collapse it when they see fit. But apparently this time it wasn't a deliberate collapse. The, there were, the big boys were taking hits. I also heard that a lot of the big executive uh, directors of many corporations, dozens of corporations, they cashed in their stock just so before. Did, so did a bunch of Pelosi. Nancy oh, really? Pelosi did, and so did uh, Feinstein. Before the collapse. The and sold a, yeah, yeah, a bunch of airline people sold off airline stuff. Before oh, the just like 9-11. Just like, yeah. boy, f- folks, are you beginning to smell a rat, a really serious rat yeah. here, with everybody bailing out just before the collapse? Just before the collapse? So Trump I mean, it signing matter for me and you. We're, you the, know, we're the nobodies. It, it doesn't, doesn't do us. It doesn't do us any good one way or the other. But prices have yeah. escalated, right? 
like uh, five pieces of corn for a dollar last summer to a dollar a piece this summer. That is a major increase in price, folks. Okay, he continues. There were other ways to deal with this problem, such as letting people take a pass on their first $15,000 of RMDs rather than giving a big break to the likes of me and far bigger break with people with far larger retirement accounts than mine. But Congress and Trump didn't do that. Charitable deductions, $4.83 billion. Normally, people who itemize deductions on their federal tax return can deduct no more than 60% of their adjusted gross income for charitable contributions. But for this year, the limit is 100%. What? That's what it says. 100%. Explain that. I don't know. That means like... (laughs) That means you could say everything I made, I made a million dollars. I donated it all to charity. I donated it all to charity. charity and we pay no taxes. (laughs) Well, that's what Bill Gates does. He calls abortion charity. He calls vaccination charity. I made made 6,000 on horse and carriage rides, and that put my family with what my wife made. Uh Uh-huh. Over and it affected how much stimulus we got, which wasn't a lot. Right, right, yeah, yeah. The, and of course the and the, we're we're way far from the ninety nine thousand a year. Right, and we're like uh, at the yeah. sixty thousand a year. Right, right. So what what we're seeing here is well, this this is the Marxist ten planks of the communist manifesto: the graduated income tax. Right, yeah. that's what this is, but. They, they've managed to make it work for the super rich. Okay. Because why? Because they have all these tax lawyers who uh, you know, prevent the certain portions of their wealth from being taxed. They have the offshore accounts, right? They're allowed to have their headquarters offshore so they don't pay any tax here in America whatsoever. Oh, okay. Trump said he was going to end that. I he's think a, that was one of the many lies. Yeah, uh, he, said, he said he was going to make them bring all that money home. Right? Uh, I don't see that happening. And I don't. I don't think I've heard anyone remember that. I'm going to. Yeah. We we got to. Yeah. Got to remind everyone of this that he said he was going to make them bring all this offshore money home. Right. Well, if they right. brought all that offshore money home, we definitely have inflation because it's all phony money anyway. Yeah, that's right. Right, but the tax money, you know, that that they would it have paid. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good to the sheeple. Right, right, yeah. So Trump hasn't delivered, uh, and even the wall, you know, where's that going? I mean, it's it's hit and miss. You know, in fact, there's uh, hardly any reporting on it anymore. You know, with the with the COVID nineteen business and the, well, the George Civil Floyd. War's right. On, so. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So who knows how many people are streaming into America? Well, I think at this point, how many people would want to come to America with all the Civil War going on, right? And people losing businesses and jobs and the welfare state. Well, the welfare state hasn't collapsed yet. That doesn't. I don't prevent- think Mexico's that. That bad for Mexicans? It isn't. No, it isn't. But the lazy just... ones probably come here. The lazy right. and ones the criminals come here. I think, yeah, the criminals and the lazy ones probably come here because they can get a welfare check and get over on the on right. the government man. Where vote... the people in Mexico probably have a pretty thriving economy. Yeah. Right. With 
They have right. a lot of natural resources. They have a lot yeah. of trade. Cocaine, uh, marijuana, right? <laughs> it's a tremendous yeah. export business, just like in Colombia, right? But yeah, no, uh, those people are being imported into America by the Democratic Party so they can vote Democratic and help the Democrats take over America. That's exactly what the plan is, and Trump really hasn't made a, much of a dent in that at all, Okay. And uh, all the other promises he's made, like uh, all these so-called uh, uh, sealed indictments, who's been indicted? Oh, that whole Q thing is just such a lie. It's yeah. It's such a lie. Yeah, certainly Hillary has a, He promised he would put her behind bars. She's still... Oh, as soon as he's elected, though, he said uh, the Clintons oh, she's are good great, people. They're good people, yes. They've been through enough. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, what about us? People. We haven't been, we, I guess we haven't been through enough yet. We're uh, nobody. Yeah. Somebody. Yep, yep. So anyway, but all those such people accounted for the bulk of those making such large contributions relative to their income. The TPC says most of the value of the deduction goes to just a small number of very well. Well, why should they get a tax break? Why should the very wealthy get a tax break at all from from this bill? That's the question, right? They shouldn't. Okay. They shouldn't. No. Absolutely not. All right. Pass-through entities is the next heading. $140.61 billion. Now we come to the huge item that benefits the likes of Trump and Kushner, their families, other wealthy real estate types, hedge fund investors, and all sorts of ultra-high-income people, who you know, this would be Bill Gates, Fauci, and the rest. Uh, you it's, know, it's the yeah. problem with capitalism, you know. And, and the, well, it's the not capitalism. National- it's not capitalism. This is monopoly and it's t- the, the, the super-rich bribing politicians to get their way. That's not capitalism. Okay. No, it's, it's not, yeah. but capitalism makes it possible where when you have national socialism, you look right. at what Adolf Hitler was putting forward for the, the government, yet you do have a dictator, you do have a leader that the corporations right. were owned by the state, they weren't allowed to screw the white people over. Right. Well, when Hitler did it, the the people got the money because he he took he took uh, Germany out of the worst depression, and uh, turned that economy around in a matter and of three a, years. It's yeah. a big debate that I'm not smart enough to to really debate on or or have a conversation about. And it's, it's do we have a runaway right. uh, capitalism? Runaway, where these people are getting all of these type of bailouts and and special right. privileges. And the the people are getting screwed, or do we have okay. a little bit of a dictatorship? We basically right. have a dictatorship with the Clintons oh yeah, well, but they're Trump doing it for Bush themselves. Yeah, they're they're feasting at the trough of the taxpayer, uh, you know, wallet. Okay, Hitler did it for the German people, right? That's the difference, right? John D. Rockefeller said competition is a sin. It wasn't a stimulus when he came into power. He, he kind of had a stimulus, but everyone got like a, a check for, uh, I can't remember how it worked, but like. Well, you mean National like Socialism? Big... Yeah, he, yes, he put the country to work. In... You know, he basically created yeah. a, work, a work project 
and he paid the people in government money, just like Lincoln did during the Civil War. In fact, the German mark at that time was based on the greenback. Okay. And didn't uh, Roosevelt kind of do the same thing with, like, the WPA? My grandpa worked with the WPA. Yeah. I used to live in Pittsburgh, Kansas as right. a kid, and all the streets were with brick, and the WPA did that. And we kind of right. had something like that going on in America, well, okay, but maybe but, they saw that it No, the difference was that Hitler did it for the entire country, Germany, and uh, for, for FDR, it was just a show. It was a drop in the bucket. It was just a show. It was, okay. it was nothing. It didn't accomplish anything, right? Germany got out of the depression. It put some people to work, yeah. But yeah, a few people. Didn't. Yeah, a, a few yeah. people, but that was just a show, to, to make a, an appearance of helping somebody, right? Helping a few people. That's a, It just helped a small number of people. Didn't get us out of the depression at all. You know, the grapes of wrath really shows the beginning of the food stamp program. A lot of, I'm sure uh-huh. some of the listeners know that the movie right. Grapes of Wrath, the people are living in the camp and they mm. give them food stamps, and the people are like, whoa, what is that? And that right. was like the beginning right. of, of the welfare state. Dumb, of, of yeah. the welfare state for the whites, because that movie is about white people that left the Midwest and went to California. Right. So he continues here, as you'll see in a bit, this big-time break provides a big-time benefit to a relative handful of people. Now that it's a fiat accompli, or a fiat accompli, however you pronounce that, this provision is belatedly getting a lot of media attention, but not not on CNN, NBC, and CBS. No, no, no. So I'll spare you most of the details about how it allows the ultra-wealthy to use paper losses to offset income that was taxed in previous years. Okay? Now they can claim paper losses... uh, uh, fake paper losses when tax rates were higher than they are now and get refunds based on those old higher rates okay so this allows them to get refunds suffice it to say that the jct estimates that about 82 percent of these benefits let's call it 115 billion will go to about 43,000 taxpayers with a 1 million or more in annual income that's an average of about $2.6 million each. The new proposed stimulus pack- package passed by the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives, the HEROES, <laughs> standing for Health and Economic Rec- Recovery Omnibus Emergency Solutions Act, would repeal this provision. However, its prospects for passage in the Senate, where the Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, has called the HEROES Act a totally unserious effort, seems remote. He and other, again, more show. The Democrats are pretending to want to repeal it. No. How many wealthy billionaires are there in the Democratic Party, Daryl? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, no well, idea. just as many as there are in the Republican Party. Uh, <laughs> okay. The Black Lives Matter money. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you donate, oh, right. I, I heard a caller into Stormfront, that, and the guy brought up that the money given, it, when you give money to Black Lives Matter, it goes directly to the Democratic Party. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Because the, the Black Lives Matter is a branch of the Democratic Party. Okay? Yeah. So that's that's the bottom line, folks. So the heroes, oops, son of, uh, the 
disappeared off my screen. Got it back, though. The HEROES Act would also repeal the $10,000 limit on deductions for state and local income and real estate taxes, which Republicans included in the 2017 tax cut legislation, to reduce the cost to the Treasury of the big cuts they gave to corporations and ultra-high-income people. Not coincidentally, the cap hurt people in high-income, high-tax blue states. It's hard to imagine this provision becoming law either. Okay, now let's take a look at two corporate tax breaks inserted into the CARES Act. One lets corporations increase their interest deductions. Okay, increase their interest deductions. In other words, if you're paying interest on a loan, you can deduct more of that. I guess that's what this means. I'm not in that tax bracket, so I don't know. (laughs) The second lets them use tax losses from 2018, 2019, and this year to get immediate, substantial refunds rather than having to wait until they show future profits that offset those losses. Okay. So, can I get... Hmm, Go ahead. Yeah. Lyndon Baines Johnson said he'd have these niggers voting Democrats for 80 years. Right. And the the carrot out there is the welfare check and the stimulus. And now they got the conservatives going after the welfare right. check. Yeah. And there, there's no way the little, all of the, the, you read in there, the Republicans had property tax or property or real estate. Re, it, it doesn't matter for a person that has just a little hundred by hundred lot house, like one of our listeners or someone yeah. in an apartment or someone that just has a piece of 20 acres, we have 20 acres, it it doesn't affect us. We're trying to scrape out an existence and go to the slave store at Walmart. We we don't get any tax breaks. Yeah. yeah, The only benefit of all of these tax breaks are the rich, are the corporations. And and we do have that in common with the... uh, Oh, the Wall Street protest and right. and the Chaz people. And we do have something in common with them that we're tired of getting screwed. Right. But right. they do not have the solution. The solution is a racial solution. Right, exactly. It's a biblical solution. Yeah, right. Well, it is a racial. Their racial solution is to eliminate the white race. <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah. We're actually, now, now, to the extent, I don't know how many of Antifa and Black Lives Matter people are actually employed and have some kind of income, you know, from gainful employment. I'll bet no, they're that like it's the rainbow very... people that used to travel around in the eighties and nineties. I lived up in Montana. They blamed them on starting some forest fires because they all like thousands of them come up there and camped out in Montana and the forest service threw them out and everything. But see, we can't. And I got no problem with them going to the national forest. Digging a toilet, camping out, and growing a garden, okay? If they're not doing logging for profit, if they're just living there, just like I think all of our yeah. veterans that serve should get some land given to them. Right, that's a they, good idea. Yeah, these people, this is outrageous that people can't homestead anymore or anything, and they've got these people that thinking not only are they going to be able to head home, uh, homestead and squat somewhere, but they're also going to get the government to pay for it. I disagree. I think there should be some place where people could squat, where we wouldn't have homeless, where there could be a community, where right. they do police themselves, like a white community could police itself. We could right. help each other out. You get over 200 people, you need leadership. Right. Uh, 
Well, right? yeah, that yeah, that white people are capable of doing that. But what what about Chaz yeah. in Seattle? Do you think well, they're no, capable they're of doing? Because yeah, yeah, they're they're going to interject uh, mm-hmm. perversion. They have homosexuals there. They're going yeah. to interject uh, race mixing. Right. They're 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 not going to be godly, and God's not going to bless that. I think there are things that people should be able to do. And, and have government intrusion. You have a very libertarian idea, but I think National Socialism had that where, you know, they're like, oh, Hitler took the guns and burned the books. He took yeah. the guns from the Jews, he burned yeah. the pornography, and right. the white people, guess what? They could do whatever they wanted in their That's communities, right. and That's they took right. care of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so National Socialism has a totally different uh, flavor uh, com- compared to what's going on today, it's still "quote unquote" national socialism, in the sense that big corporate—it's government welfare is what it is. Uh, corporate welfare. I'm sorry. Yeah, and right it's away corporate they welfare. Compare it to socialism and communism, and it has absolutely nothing to do with it. I was looking. I'm going to be visiting the World War One Museum with a friend from California that's coming out here at the end of the summer, and okay. And and the Jews have a, a a deal, and I'm like, what the hell did the Jews have to do with the World War One? The impact of World War One on the Jews, and I'm thinking, where's the information about the Bolshevik Revolution? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Not there, huh? Not even. Not even no, in the museum. No, there was no mention of of yeah. that. Exactly. Okay. There'll be none of that. Yeah. Now, but here. Uh, these next two sentences are extremely important. Let me uh, uh, actually next three. Let me read the next three. The people who benefit most from these corporate tax breaks, of course, are the corporation's owners. Workers, in theory, benefit to some extent as well. That's the trickle-down business. Okay, yeah, a little bit. By increasing companies' cash flows and reported earnings, these breaks help the share prices of corporations whose stock is publicly traded and help increase the value of privately held corporations. Yes, the, the more tax breaks a corporation gets, the better it does, period. Stock ownership by individuals is concentrated among higher-income people. Now, remember this last line, folks. Let me repeat it. Stock ownership by individuals is concentrated among higher-income people. These are the very people who get uh, tipped off when they're about to crash the stock market. Right? Sell, sell. Yeah. Okay. They get the sell note. But the general public doesn't. They're left holding the bag. That's how it works, folks. That is how the stock market works. Period. That's how it works. Napoleon won. Mm-hmm. Right? And Nathan Rothschild started selling consoles and created a panic. And that caused everybody to sell. Drove the price down and he bought it up for a song. That's how they do it. Yeah. Right? The tax, I'm sorry, well, the tax, the tax is a racket too, but the stock market is a racket. It's rigged from the very beginning, okay? So, corporate interest deductions, $12.9 billion. One of the reforms of the 2017 Tax Act was reducing the amount of interest that corporations could deduct on their federal tax. Okay, I was right in assuming that. The idea was to reduce the attractiveness of debt, which is subsidized by taxpayers and carries big risks to corporate owners as well as employees. Well, just that's just a, there's another thing here that the government gives all these loans to students that uh, 
essentially don't have to be paid back. Oh, it's horrible. The, it's right. horrible. The debt crisis that right. was created of a bunch of useless idiots. For, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, this is something in, in National Socialism, and it's practiced in communism, which I don't have a problem with. This is why China is so successful. If a kid is not a piano player, but yet he can go and become a machinist, he goes and becomes a machinist and vocational, you know. I'm right. here yeah, on the radio training. with you because I care, but I am really of a mechanical mindset. My wife will tell you there's not anything that Daryl really can't fix, that I don't understand how things work, and I'm very mechanically minded. I'm left-handed. There are Uh people of the right hand that are very mathematical, and and our society has bred the football team, USA, USA, and my the the dumb kid because his family is economic, you know. And then they, they, they did all of this, now everyone goes to college and the dummies there in front of the, the they ATM. They don't know anything. They literally got eight. They yeah. don't know anything except push the buttons to get the loan. Right. They get the loan. They sh- and yeah. it, it's uh, on the app. It is a the, shame. The, on on their cell phone app. Shame. You get the loan on your cell phone app. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. This is so great. And, and there's it's the rub, outrageous. folks. It's outrageous. There's no honor or responsibility. None. None whatsoever. Yeah. There's honor, and I was always yeah. very proud of myself. Uh, when I was like 10 or 12 years old, my dad was letting me tinker around on the car, changing the radio, messing with the doors, and I was out there just exploring how the car worked, and and uh, he, he, he could have cared less, but he, he encouraged it. And then my brother... He, he was accepted to the U.S. Air Force Academy, and he could read any book and tell you multiple You could give him numbers, and he could just spurt them off to you. And But but then when we got to be young guys, he's like, oh, could you put a starter on my Camaro? And, of course, I could put a starter on the Camaro, no problem. And Right. Yeah. 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 I've this done is, that. They uh, just tell everyone, yeah. oh, you're all the same. We're all going to be mud-colored, and <laughs> yeah. you're all going to get a master's degree. Right, right. Uh, Swamp Fox put another uh, good cartoon up. In the 1500s, they used to use uh, bloodletting with leeches. The leeches, because they they thought that uh, your blood was contaminated, so if leeches would suck your blood out, that would cure you. So it says here, trust me, the science is settled. Today, coronavirus, trust me, the science is settled, right? A guy's got uh, 20... uh, injection needles sticking in them and the other picture has 20 uh leeches on them right yeah the science is not settled it's it's all bogus science totally bogus this is what this is what we're having the to deal with shot never cured, oh, the flu yeah. shot never cured the flu that's right absolutely absolutely so anyway so for example the see the recent bankruptcies of neiman marcus and j crew which were burdened with debt Part of it incurred to pay fees and distributions to the buyout firms that had taken them over. The CARES Act undid part of the 2017 Act by increasing the deductible level to 50% of earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization from the previous 30%. What does that mean? Like some of the other provisions we looked at, this doesn't involve a lot of money relative to the numbers that we're dealing with, but it's symbolic. And the people benefiting the most from it because they have major investments in stocks aren't likely to be worrying about how to pay for food or avoid losing their homes. Right. Okay. 
So anyway, so just to move on here in this article, corp- corporate loss treatment, $88.7 billion. Okay? Corporations can now apply losses from this year, last year, and 2018 to income from the previous five years. That's going to be a big deal for companies. Can you say Boeing? They're, they that are likely to show losses. What's more, these companies can get refunds of up to 35% of the losses they carry back to... Th- so they get a refund on billions. We just get a measly 1200 bucks. Okay? He says, this pays off on multiple levels. The beneficiaries not only benefit today from current and recent losses, rather than having to wait until they have profits in the future, but they get a much bigger bang for the buck. Our country is suffering through major, major problems, and they're all virtually all economic. And even the COVID-19 is really an economic crisis, deliberately staged. Okay, We've got more than 100,000 people dead from COVID-19, supposedly. Unemployment levels not seen since the Great Depression, and protests and civil unrest in cities and towns across the country. We're appropriately adding trillions... There's Go a ahead. huge spike in all the stories. I apologize for interrupting. You. Right. There's a huge spike in the stories. I get notifications from the local news here on my phone. Just and, yeah. and it's constantly every few hours coronavirus here, coronavirus there. They're yeah. constantly playing it up for the second wave. That's right. Like you said the Texas governor. Yeah. Uh, they are really. They really are doing yeah. this in the media. It's all bogus. For economic reasons. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's not a word of truth in any of it. Nobody's got COVID-19. The disease doesn't exist. They made it up so they Or they we could, may all have it from a flu shot that we got 20 yeah, years right, ago. Yeah. Or from a flu yeah. that we once caught. We all do have it, no doubt. We all have, we all have coronavirus, but it's not making us sick. It's like we all have that's, candida, yeah, right. and it's not making us sick either, okay? Mm-hmm. They're just reporting the number of cases. They still will not report the death rates, because the death rates are so and, minuscule. And, and, and perfect for a pandemic to right? control the stock market, and but they have people sitting around doing algorithms, and, re- and they have computers that generate these ideas, and, and how yeah. do we control this, and what will work? I certainly, right. when you we began the show with, uh, you believe uh, George Floyd to be a hoax, and I said, I don't know. I'll say something that I certainly believe, that I do believe this was a pandemic. Oh, for sure. No doubt about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So he says, we're appropriately adding trillions of dollars to our national debt to try to forestall an economic meltdown. Well, I don't know if that's appropriate either, you know, because what are we doing? We're bailing out the biggest corporations. How how long do we have to bail out? You know, because they're the ones who are causing the problem. Why should we continue bailing them out? Let these corporations crisis, die. No, I would, I yeah. would think the idea of national socialism, as we were touching on that, yeah. that if that, if there was a crisis with national socialism or Germany, would the yeah. corporations be getting bailed? No, the corporations would be required to help the people and they there wouldn't you go. be getting a damn dime from the right. people. They'd be making money off of a corporate uh, enterprise. I mean, government enterprise. Yeah, for sure. But not at the expense of the people. 
Not is, at the expense of the people. They would not. The government would tell them, "Hey, kick up production. Do what you can to good. help the employ people. more people." Not, yeah, employ yeah. more people. So basically, what yeah. Hitler did was he created something very similar to the greenback, and that was the lo- the currency in Germany and only in Germany. And that was the medium of exchange for the German people. That got Germany out of the Depression. Okay? Without a, a single dime's worth of interest being paid to a Jewish baker. That's... Not, that's, even, to, not even to their own bank. No that's way. right. Exactly. Exactly. So, it, because it was government money printed for the people, not, it wasn't created to earn interest for a banker or for the government either. Okay, that's the way money is supposed to be. It's not supposed to earn interest for anybody. That's usury, which is forbidden in the scriptures. But the Jews are the world's foremost practitioners of this scam, right? Well, isn't it allowed a little bit? Isn't there like one percent is valid or something? You're no. allowed to like make a little bit, but when no. it exceeds three no. percent, I think is the rule. No. Then it is usury. No, no, that Calvin invented that. Usury okay. is pure, 100% forbidden, okay? There is one verse that says you, you can lend upon usury to non-Israelites. But that, okay. is not, that is not a banking institution. That is for individual Israelites who want to help out a non-Israelite, which I don't know why they would want to do that, right? They're very rare, okay? But, you know, there were Israelites who had business dealings with non-Israelites, okay? And so, if we ha- if we are to have a peaceful separation, as John Mark talks about, this is something that could work for right. And and, and as if we are the the have white privilege and everything, we're the and God certainly, uh, like you said, it was allowed to help someone out or whatever, and you could charge a little bit, but certainly God would not even want you to yeah. take advantage of one of the animals. Exactly. Yeah, uh, not to take advantage of people, and uh, yeah, we're supposed to be, be again a blessing to the world, not a curse. So, but now the white race has become so dumbed down, and the, they're useful idiots for the uh, communists and the monopolists. That's the real issue here. It's monopoly. It's not capitalism. Capitalism, as defined, engages in competition. Okay, antitrust laws are passed to favor capitalism, that is, competition, free enterprise, okay? The, the t- antitrust laws are no longer being enforced. So all these corporations are getting yeah, huge yeah, isn't tax the breaks. Logan Act, isn't even the Logan Act, they, it, 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 was, it had to do with monopolies because if people in position use that to manipulate corporations, right. uh yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't remember the Logan Act, so I can't comment on it. Now, but oops, uh, hold on. Oh, here's Donald Trump signing the CARES Act. I've never signed anything with a T on it. I don't know if I can handle this one. Much. We can't so a trillion bucks. Yeah, and that's just the uh, the, oh, the payout. Oh, himself that he's in that crowd. Yeah, right, right, okay. Uh, so it's actually worth 2.2 trillion, according to this article here, from the Hill. Okay, and it's, <laughs> it says <laughs> it's downright mind-boggling. How much is 2.2 trillion dollars, Daryl? Can how long would it take you to count? 
2.2 trillion, one number at a time, right? Okay. So what made me think of the Logan Act was training with the enemy. Oh, okay. It is a law, yeah. to, is a law to stop right. American citizens from trade, trading with the enemy, and I would say that would be current-day Israel. That's right. And, and I think all these Chinese corporations like... Oh, yeah, many, trading with China. Absolutely. Trading That's a with violation. the enemy. And so mm -hmm. when, you, when you brought that up is what... I wasn't just throwing stuff out there. It really yeah. made me think of trading with the enemy, of, of how many people have sold the white race and sold America uh -huh. uh, down the river. Right, right. Yeah, and another thing that the uh, blacks and, who, uh, and everybody who is a so-called beneficiary of the welfare state, there really is no such thing as a beneficiary. They're all tools. They're all being exploited by the system. Okay. Well, how about a beneficiary to this United States, to this American dream that I thought as yeah, a right. would, yeah. I would experience? Only low taxes for a hardworking person can accomplish that, right? But we're not getting that, right? So the, what Sounds the, like a Democrat. Yeah, common. right. So one of the so-called benefits of the welfare state is the garbage food. You know, first of all, they... The father of the child has to leave the house for aid to dependent children to be in effect. Okay, so that destroys families. Okay, and then they get a bare bones food stipend. You know, I don't know what it is per month. Not much. Well, so what do they do? They buy the worst, cheapest possible food they can find. We went. When my children all have been born, my wife has had to sign an affidavit saying I'm the father because we have not presented a state marriage license. Me and my wife were married in Hollister, Missouri by a preacher. Uh -huh. We lived in Kansas uh, where they recognize common law marriage. Still, Missouri does not uh, recognize common law marriage, even though two of my children were born in Kansas. She still had to sign an affidavit saying Daryl is the father of these children and give them my name. And so mm -hmm. my children are all McClanahan. And they constantly want the government uh, okay. You know, mm -hmm. and I explain, they always, the nurse, the person on the street, the person they're dealing with us, when I tell them me and my wife's marriage is between me, her, and, and God, God. Right? it's not between me, her, and government. Okay. So, if I wasn't willing, it, how many guys you think when that's presented to them at the hospital, they say, oh, honey, go ahead, don't put my name on there, and we get the welfare check. Right. That's what got me on that, is that they don't uh -huh. sign the affidavit. My wife willingly signed the affidavit. I willingly take responsibility to have the children have my name, and we do live, uh, so, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, don't give them a birth certificate, do the straw man thing, and... And the Amish don't do it. Well, I mean, we live in a Western society. We have a government. So I kind of feel I am obligated to get a birth certificate. A lot of people think, oh, that takes away all your rights. I don't think it takes away all my rights because if they come here and right. they try to do something too outrageous, I'm going to fight. I'm going to defend my right. family. And, uh, you know, D that we know in Kentucky uh, hopefully she won't get mad. I mentioned her, but she uh, spoke with me after my baby. She said she couldn't believe that we didn't uh, 
have trouble not vaccinating our newest baby. And she said, in Kentucky, they will go after you for not vaccinating. And they didn't really have a problem here. And the government, Mm -hmm. uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, the government here, I'm here to help you. Right. They're not here to help us. Yeah, well, California has mandated vaccines. I think uh, New Jersey also. New Jersey. Right. So it's coming, folks. You know, it's the mark of the beast. All right. Five. But it's the lack yeah. of knowledge. It's the lack of knowledge because we don't want to say we. Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't want to say that we refuse. We want to say that we decline. We right. need to remember to say we decline, <laughs> and when we decline, we are informed white people. We are informed educated okay. people, and we can match their satanic yeah. wit by right. playing right. their. They're, they're symmetrical yeah. games of saying we decline because we don't agree with the science. And then we show that we're intelligent white people. When we say refuse, they think we're niggers in the street to peacefully protest. Right. Yeah, uh, peacefully? <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, peacefully. Okay. Yeah, right. peacefully. okay. All right. So this article here gives a little bit of the history of uh, HR 748, okay? So, uh, let me just read this. uh, To begin, the Senate acted first on the stimulus package, notwithstanding the constitutional mandate and House precedents that require revenue and appropriations bills to originate in the House. Okay, well, the Senate was out of order. That requirement was circumvented by the Senate taking up a minor 16-page House-passed tax bill and substituting the bill's language in its entirety with the 800-plus page emergency spending measure. Aha! Now now I understand the connection to H.R. 78, which was passed by the House in January of 2019. Let's go on. The original House bill, H.R. 748, titled... The Middle Class Health Benefits Tax Repeal Act was introduced by Representative Joe Courtney, Democratic Connecticut, in January 2019. So, in other words, what the Senate did was they took up this bill that uh, already was existed, but never apparently signed by any president or anybody, and they, they incorporated that into the Senate bill, the stimulus package, and change the name to the CARES Act. <laughs> Eli, I just I just googled this and it's okay. fact check. I just googled this and it's okay. factcheck.org. Okay. Okay. Legislature's history of CARES Act doesn't prove COVID nineteen conspiracy. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not saying it proves a conspiracy, but it, it's it. What it does prove is that the Senate just picked up on it. You know, so it uh, it may it indicates there may be a conspiracy. It doesn't prove it, right? Okay. Well, I know. I'm just saying that yeah. I looked it up, and that's the first right. story I got. And they want to, yeah, they want to quell any dissenters. Exactly, um, exactly. That's questioning uh, yeah. the government line. Right, exactly. That's what they're doing. They're, they're always putting out these uh, re- rebuttals to you know a current uh, conspiracy facts right or or theories right and yeah that's what they do but uh, this this tells us for sure that this bill existed in january 2019 for sure 
and was designed to be a middle-class tax reduction act. Now what it is, it's no longer a tax reduction. Somehow it turned into a stimulus. But the provisions uh, give all kinds of tax breaks to the super-rich. Middle okay. Class Health Benefits Tax Repeal Act of 2019. Yeah. So it and would I have... certainly think they could have put it out there in yeah. anticipation of the booms yes. and busts of this is how we play right. the game and manipulate the people. Okay, so here's the two possibilities. Either this bill was languishing in the House and the, the big boy said, oh, we, we can use this. Let's just rename it <laughs> and give ourselves all kinds of tax breaks that were intended for the middle class, right? Or it was designed this way all along. Those are the two possibilities that we have here, right? You think it's Everything cool? happens for a reason. That's I don't right. think it was... It's not coincidence. It's not coincidence, folks. They, they, they're again. They're exploiting this now. Possible. It's probable that the first scenario is more probable. However, you know because we've seen so many instances of. Uh, oh, well, for example, the uh, the mural at the Denver airport in 1994 showed children wearing face masks walking around. Okay. The dead guy looks like Donald Trump. His <laughs> wife looks like Melania. The wife looks like she's like a brown uh-huh. person. That's like right? uh, looks yeah, like Melania. Mean, there's all kinds of craziness with that. Yeah. The guy that created the horse out front was fell and killed. Was right. The horse fell on him when they were putting the statue up and killed him. I mean, the goblin is coming out of the suitcase. Right. Saying this airport is brought all to satanic. you by, which reminds me of. When I yeah. was a kid, when you would watch The Lone Ranger or something, it would say, this program's brought mm-hmm. to you by, you know, the, the whatever TV commercial. It says the goblin coming out of a suitcase. This airport is brought to you by the New World Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the 2019, in, Ju- in July 2019, this bill was brought up and it was passed 419 to 6 and was sent to the Senate, but in the Senate it lay dormant until Majority Leader Mitch McConnell seized on the bill as the vehicle to be hijacked for the stimulus package. There you go. Okay? That's been laying around for such a purpose. And then, the bill was taken then by the Senate and passed unanimously 96 to nothing. Sounds to me like it was being held for a more, uh, for a different purpose than it was originally intended for. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Hey, before we run out of time, you know yeah. the Dixie Chicks have changed their name to the Chicks, and okay, and uh, I think uh, Faith Hill was going to the Capitol in Mississippi, and she's going to wash everybody's feet to uh, oh. get the uh, rebel flag taken off of uh, the Mississippi wow. flag. Wow. And uh, we have Dixie Outfitters here in uh, Branson, Missouri, and that is the son of uh, Tom Robb, that's Nathan (laughs) and Anna Robb, and they have a a business where they go online and order something from them, support them, buy a bandana or something that's $2 or $3, (laughs) or buy a bedspread or something to support them. 
because these people have vowed to protest here in Branson until they get their way. I don't know if they close the 76 strip today. Okay. I was maybe going to go and call you from for the show yes, from there. Yes, see what's going on. Yes, that'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah, okay. They want to affect business with terrorism. That's right. Us. That's it's right, really exactly. On. They're using every possible means to destroy small business, the middle class. Okay. Yes. Fat, bald guy puts in, who controls the food supply controls the people. Who controls the energy can control whole continents. Who controls money can control the whole world. Okay. Yeah. It puts here Henry Kissinger. I don't know if that's a quote from him, but that certainly is true. <laughs> Thanks, fat bald guy. All right, folks, we've run out of time. I hope you enjoyed the show. I think we nailed the economic purpose behind COVID nineteen pretty well today. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you. never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise Yahweh and pass the ammunition. The Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. Are you there? Yep. Okay. Hold on. Let me kill the uh, broadcaster. If I don't turn it off, it keeps recording. Sorry to interrupt you at the yeah. end of long yeah. story. 